let's start with the Alec Baldwin situation. We here's what we do know, and that is Alec Baldwin fired a gun, a prop gun, a gun where you know whichever one you want to believe from what you read. A real, a real gun. <laughs> it was a, it was a real gun, and it, it, a projectile was fired, and the cinematographer lost her life. Forty two years old. It's god awful situation. A young mother and husband, a child and a husband now left alone without her from a terrible accident, or was it, on a movie set. And the director, I guess, uh, also harmed as well. Now, apparently he's out of the hospital right now. What do we know, or do should we even be talking about this at this point? Well, in the short time we have before the break, I'll just say in a nutshell, this looks about as clean a case of involuntary manslaughter under New Mexico law as I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, now we've got a conversation going. I, I wasn't sure that Andrew was going to answer that way. I follow you on social media and I know that questions, that question has been, has been brought up, but I want to get, if it's okay with you, can we get into the weeds as to why you feel that way when we go? Okay, good. It's not complicated down that road. It's not complicated. All right. See, this is why I love having you on. To me, if I were not talking to you, I would have thought this was a complicated mess. Andrew Brank is going to lay it out for us. One of the nation's best attorneys, the law of self-defense, the law of self-defense. Andrew Branca, make sure to check it out. Lawofselfdefense.com slash free book. Get your copy. It's a Bible at Armed American Radio Ranch. You'll probably use it the same way. If you carry a gun, you need to read it. We'll be back with Andrew. Don't go away. Let's go back to Andrew Branca. Andrew, you might have guessed from my reaction, I was not expecting to hear that from you, that this was the most clear-cut case of involuntary manslaughter that you've seen. Ladies and gentlemen, to bring you up to speed, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Alec Baldwin tragedy where you have a young cinematographer lose her life and another employee on the set wounded, now out of the hospital from what I understand. We thank God for that. And Alec Baldwin is the one that fired the gun, that fired the shot that killed this woman. Andrew. What, what's going on here? What do you know? Sure. So you probably saw my uh, blog post or YouTube video from Friday where I, I wrote, we don't have all the facts. It could be an, an accident in the legal technical sense. It could be just civil negligence or it could be criminal recklessness. It could be a crime. But more facts have emerged just in the last 48 hours. So what we know now is that Adam Baldwin was, in fact, handling the gun. He did, in fact, point it at the woman who was shot. There was, in fact, a live round in the gun that discharged And under New Mexico law, if those facts are true, effectively careless handling of a gun that results in someone else's death is involuntary manslaughter, period. I mean, the statute reads, involuntary manslaughter consists of the commission of a otherwise lawful act, which might produce death without due caution and circumspection. And what's due caution and circumspection when handling a firearm? Well, it's those fundamental core safety rules of handling firearms that the gun is presumed to be loaded unless you personally verify otherwise that you don't put your finger on the trigger you don't depress that trigger unless you want to create a loud noise that you don't point the gun at anything you're not willing to destroy and the nice thing about those safety rules is they're redundant meaning if you break one of them you're still not likely to kill somebody you have to really break all of them in order to kill somebody and Adam Baldwin apparently, uh, sorry, Alec Baldwin apparently right. broke all of them and death resulted. Okay, now let me stop you. Let me stop you. 
I'm going to play some devil's advocate here. I have been watching. I have been watching the pseudo intellectual psycho babblers all over Instagram, all over Twitter, all over Facebook, these social media posts, a bunch of dummies who weren't there and these phony intellectual conversations about this, that, and the other thing from a bunch of people who are getting their information from Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, etc., and pontificating about things going down a bunch of different roads to the point I scratch my head and go, my God, this is the stupidest stuff I've ever read in my life. It hurts to read it. Some of that says this. They're supposed to point guns at other people on movie sets. That's how they get the desired effect for the movie. They're supposed to point the gun at the camera. Or it's the armorer's job on set. The actor or actress is supposed to trust that individual. It's their job to do that. Where do you come down on that stuff? It's all irrelevant. It doesn't matter because you can point a gun at someone and press the trigger and not have a bad outcome if the gun's not loaded. If you break all three rules, someone dies. And all you need to do to ensure that the gun's not loaded and someone doesn't die is take one second to personally ensure the gun's not loaded. This is not a 30-minute exercise. And it's the failure to do that. I mean, that's the choice they're saying this. And listen, it it would have been inconvenient for him to check to see if the gun was... Well, you can either have convenience or you can have a dead woman. And he chose the dead woman. Now, it gets more interesting. There's a lot of people out there taking a lot of schadenfreude on the fact that it was Alec Baldwin, a known anti-gun zealot, hater of the right to bear arms of course unless those arms are protecting him and his red carpet bunch the hypocrisy on hollywood is on full display right now full display right now the twitter world erupted in hypocrisy uh, he had a 2017 tweet Gee, i wonder what it feels like to mistakenly kill someone now he knows and i don't take any solace i'm not here for schadenfreude Well, I don't think Alec Baldwin tried to kill anybody. Let me just make that very clear. But I will tell you this, and I wasn't there, Andrew. I have never, ever taken a firearm from anyone and trusted them when they said, don't worry, it's unloaded. You verify every single time. Even when you're at a gun shop and the dealer hands you a gun that you've watched him make sure is clear, you make sure it's clear when you take possession of it. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's just the basic rule. And I don't think Alec Baldwin knew enough about it. Does that mean that there's a problem on set? Because I doubt very seriously if he did it here. He's been checking guns that he's been using for years. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Well, he knows guns but are dangerous because accurate? We, we know he knows guns are dangerous. First of all, we all know that. But second of all, he's on the board of a gun control group whose existence ah. is premised on the notion that guns are dangerous. So he knows they're dangerous. We all know that guns are dangerous. Um, you know, I... I I don't think much of Alec Baldwin as a person, but I have sympathy for him in the sense that I don't believe for a moment he intended to kill this woman. Uh, Clearly, that's not the case. It's not a murder in a legal sense. The question is, did he act with sufficient recklessness that it's a different degree of crime? It's an involuntary manslaughter. And under New Mexico law, if you carelessly handle a loaded gun, and it doesn't matter how it got loaded, because... The person holding the gun, the only person who could have prevented this ultimately with certainty is Alec Baldwin. 
Because at the moment before he pressed that trigger with that muzzle on that woman, he could have checked to make sure the gun was not loaded. Now, might other people share liability? Might the armorer, might the director, might very, yeah, they may share liability. They may also bear some liability here, but that does nothing to diminish his liability because all he needed to do was take a second or two to ensure that there was not a live round in that gun before he pointed it at that woman and pressed the trigger. And he didn't do that. And, you know, that begs the question, and I'll ask you this when we come back, does Alec Baldwin even know what a live round looks like to distinguish it from a blank round while on the set? And could he argue if there was an involuntary charge about, I was handed a gun, that's just the way it is on the set. We'll be back with Andrew Branca. Fascinating conversation. Let's go back to Andrew Branca. Andrew. The NRA's rules of gun safety, you always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction, keep the finger off the trigger till ready to shoot. <laughs> Excuse me, I started laughing. And always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. I add a fourth, as many do, treat every gun as if it's always loaded. All of these rules were broken. Right. So let me ask you this. When do you think Hollywood is going to figure out that the big bad NRA actually ought to have somebody, that, that ought to be who they're turning to for this information on the set? And, you know, I think in, on most productions that are apparently more responsible than this one appears to have been, there, there are people, there are armorers present who try to make sure that safety is maintained. I mean, this does not happen all that often. But the truth is, I see some people try to treat this like, a, like an aircraft safety situation where they say, well, we have to look at all right. the possible causes and all the possible preventive solutions. But it's, it's not the same thing because with an aircraft, errors made previously – can cause a crash, even if the pilot does everything perfectly. But with guns, it, it ultimately comes down to one person, the person handling the gun. An, a totally incompetent armorer could have put a thousand live rounds in that gun, and no one would have been hurt if Alec Baldwin had bothered to check before he pressed that trigger. All right, so let's go to the courts now. Let's go to from the attorney perspective. I'm actually spending more time on this than I wanted to, but these questions are fascinating, particularly when I really didn't expect to hear the answer that I got from you. I love that. Thank you for it makes great radio. And it it leads us down roads I hadn't even thought of. Let me put it this way, Andrew, as so happens so many times when I speak to you, I just abandon my notes because that (laughs) generally occurs. Well, you know, you can have me, you can have me back anytime. So. Well, I know that. I love that. And thank you for being here. We asked Andrew on short notice when I decided I did want to cover this a little bit more than I had thought. So I appreciate you being here. That's what makes this fun. It makes great radio. A lot of people are thinking the same things I am, and we have this opportunity. Now, I want to make it clear. Um, it's it's hard for me because I, Alec Baldwin hates us. And it's hard not to say, ha, ba, ha, ha. Okay, I don't want to do that. This guy has thrown the book at gun owners and called us every name. He, he's got terrible anger issues. We've all seen the videos, you know, the, the, the run-ins he's had with his kids. I mean, Alec Baldwin's a world-class jerk. That's the only way I can say it safely. However, I don't think he intended to murder anybody here. So I don't want to politicize it because of the victims in this case. All right? Uh but you know what my thoughts are on Alec Baldwin, okay? I just gave them to you. So from a legal perspective, how will an investigation now ensue 
in New Mexico from what you know about New Mexico laws you've just given us the outline? Well, you know, when we do this kind of analysis, we have to, I look at it from a lawyer's perspective at the facts and the evidence and try to arrive at a conclusion based on the legal merits of the case. But that's only part of the question because prosecutors and the local prosecutor in the Santa Fe area would be the same here. They have basically unlimited discretion on whether they want to charge or not. Uh, If they don't want to charge, no one can compel them to charge. And that's not a legal decision. That's really a political decision. So it's quite possible regardless of the legal merits of a prosecution, that Alec Baldwin may face no prosecution because the prosecutor decides he doesn't want to bring the case. In fact, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. By the way, even if the case were brought and he was convicted, under New Mexico law, he's looking at a maximum of 18 months. So this is not a 10-year felony conviction. It's a felony conviction, but only for about a year and a half, worst case. Uh, With no prior criminal record, I'm assuming he doesn't, I really don't know, Uh, he may not even do the 18 months. Um, But if he is brought to trial, if the prosecutor does decide he wants to take this case and put it in front of a jury, in my opinion, based on the facts as we understand them, he's Alec Baldwin's done. I mean, there's, there's just, there's not much room for argument here. He held the, you know, unless something bizarre were to come up, like it turned out the gun had a defect. He didn't press the trigger. The gun just went off by itself. That would be a defense. Or it turned out she was actually shot by a rifle bullet, fired from some dude on a grassy knoll off in the distance, had nothing to do with Alec Baldwin. You know, that would be a defense. But if the round from his pistol that he pointed at her and was discharged because he pressed the trigger is what killed her, uh, this doesn't look to me like anything but involuntary manslaughter under New Mexico law if he's prosecuted. But he, he may not be prosecuted. What about those who say there are inherent dangers on a set with guns in a film like this and people should expect that something could go wrong, there could be an accident, the blank could explode, from the gun, whatever it may be. In my estimation, somebody's going to have to be held accountable here. There's a dead woman here. Somebody has to be held accountable because under every way I've looked at this, I see nothing but nothing somewhere based on what I know. Is that a fair assessment that there's clearly some form of negligence? Right. So what, what I see happening, because I've gotten an unbelievable tsunami of comments on my various uh, coverage of this case defending Alec Baldwin when there's really no defense on the legal merits. And I suspect what happened, what's happened is that a, a, a crisis management PR firm has been engaged by Alec Baldwin to try to direct attention away from his own liability and maybe throw the assistant director who handed him the gun under the bus, maybe throw the armorer who allowed live ammo in the vicinity under the bus. And by the way, both those people may share their own portion of liability in this case. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me in the least. But at the end of the day, there was one person who with certainty could prevent this tragedy from happening, and that's the person holding and pointing the gun and pressing the trigger. If only they had taken the one or two seconds it would take to check that revolver um, in the gun and make sure it did not have a live round in it. Hey, Mr. Armour, are you damn sure? That you got this right before we go any further. I wouldn't even ask. Check this together if you have. I wouldn't. Just I wouldn't it. ask anybody because the person who gave you the gun didn't give it to you, believing it had a live round. So they're going to say no, it's safe. And the armorer didn't prepare the gun with a live round. She thinks 
So she's going to say, no, the gun's safe. The only way to know it's safe is to look yourself and verify there's not a live round, live round in the gun. And if you're not, if you lack the competence to do that, and not everybody's familiar with guns, but if you lack the competence to do that, you're not competent to handle a firearm. Uh, that's that's true in a lot of aspects in life. If you can't drive, you shouldn't be behind the wheel of an automobile. It's that simple. There's not a lot of parts to this equation, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be something to watch this unfold, and you know we may never get all of the facts on this. I don't know, but I believe somebody's going to have to pay. It's just now going to be a matter of who's got the best PR because it is Hollywood. Wow, crazy stuff. When we come back, or with Andrew Branca, one more segment. Flying right along. Don't go away. All right, let's close out. I'm going to ask you to put an exclamation point on the Alec Baldwin Hollywood movie set issue, and then we'll move on. I want to talk with you about Avery in Georgia. Sure. Okay, good deal. So you said if he's charged, you think he's convicted? For sure. Do you think he'll be charged? I, I hate to ask you that. I know it's an I know, I know, but what do you think will happen based on what you know so far? I couldn't possibly tell you that because that's a political question and not a legal question. 